Coffee's for closers only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I am, I am, I am, I am not fucking with you. Coffee's for closers only. Closers only. Coffee's for closers only. All right, we're back. Circling back podcast. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. My name is Will DeFreeze. My left, David Roth. Uh, how you doing, Will? I, uh, I'm laughing right now. This is kind of meta. I'm laughing because my wife caught me laughing last night as I went to bed. And she goes, what are you, what are you laughing at? We haven't like spoken in the last like minute. And I was like, I'm laughing at this meme I just thought of. Not like an original meme, but I thought of this, the goofy meme. Randy knows it. It's, uh, it's really dumb. And I probably shouldn't have brought it up because most people don't know what I'm talking about. But that is honestly why I'm laughing. Which so. goofy is it? The I'll do it, it again. Uh, one? It's the I'll do it again. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why that owns so much real estate in my head the last couple of weeks, but I've just been walking around thinking it in my head. So. In what context are you thinking about? It? Like what? I don't know. Okay. Just whatever. Uh, if I'm like, if I'm like walking over to the pantry to take my uh, Nutrafol non-spawn, uh, you know, I'm just for some reason I'll just think. Fucking do it again. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I know. That's you th- just you thinking memes. Yeah, it's this job is really it's ruining. It's taking done a number on me. Your brain is mush. I'm back on my dumb boy shit. <laughs> we got the mayor of Meme Town here, Dylan Shivery. Wow, thank you for that. Uh, it's by the way, this is Coffee Friday. So, Glaring lack of coffee over there. Yeah. So uh, if uh, I'm going to introduce our guest here, and after I do that, I'm going to go get a coffee uh, from the refrigerator. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I had one at home this morning, and I, I sat down to record today, and I have zero coffee in front of me today. We have a very special guest in the studio. Uh, you might know him as Texas Dives on Instagram. We've been following him for a bit now, and honestly, it might be the most relevant content on my timeline these days. Uh, Raf, welcome to the program. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, beautiful day in Austin, Texas. It uh, is. Excited to be here. Uh, I'm a little bummed that I wasn't here when you guys did the Whale Dicks episode. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. tough but, facts. You know, yeah. I think it's cool that you guys are doing like marine biology and like, you know. <laughs> we try. People educate, so. we, we try to entertain, but we also try to teach people a thing or two <clears throat> okay, around coffee. here. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I have to. I, I'm slow to follow you on on the Grom, but as of three minutes ago, I am I am a follower. So awesome! Thank yeah, you. It's a big one for you. I understand. I, it's, I'm very excited to have you. So like, you know, <laughs> a lot, a lot of know. pressure now to keep yeah. delivering the good content. Hey, so do you have a theory on the Loch Ness monster on whether it's an actual like underwater ally or potentially a whale's penis? Yeah, I I you know. I think I still need to brush up on my marine biology because mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, whales uh, reside in northern Scotland lakes. So it might be something Freshwater, saltwater, different. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, Dave was under the impression that a blue whale had a 30-meter penis. I read the thing wrong. Which feels like it's a, like bigger than a bus. That would not be – it's the largest mammal – so, I mean, it wouldn't be that. Okay, 30 that's meters a lot is of, egregious. It's a, it's a lot of dick, Dave. It is a lot. Okay, you're right. It is a lot. Hey, you know, a lot of parents reached out to me privately, um, and they really were complimentary of the show. They're like, hey, I listened to the show with my my young child, and um, the lesson you guys taught them in, in marine biology specifically on whales anatomy was something that they couldn't get anywhere else. No textbook. Do that in quotes. No textbook is going to teach them something like that. So, Yeah. Yeah, I call Will out on having coffee. Now he comes back double barrels. Oh, he's got one for Dave. My man. I just gave a, a very nice little uh, monologue there, and you just brushed right past it. So. Yeah, I was I was too focused on the, the I, bing bong headed my way. Dave, I got you some cold brew. 
Uh, I don't know if this is cold brew concentrate or if this is just, uh, you know, normal cold brew. It's ready so, to drink. So I only filled it halfway. I'm, I met you in the middle. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Raph, do you have, any, do you have any conspiracies that you think we need to do on our touching-based conspiracy podcast? Um, well, I just dropped that, you know, back-to-office conspiracy like five minutes ago. Um, that is a good oh, one. I have a shoe one. I have a shoe conspiracy. Okay. So why is it that all of the shoes are doing white outer soles mm -hmm. that get dirty faster <laughs> than other color soles? And then you have to buy new shoes. It's crazy. I think it's a conspiracy. Okay. Okay. Oh, Big like, shoe. Like, wow. So you're saying you wear the shoe out quicker that yeah. way. Okay. Let's make it black. Do y'all think do y'all think there's credibility to the uh I mean I think haven't they researched like the Apple iPhone battery thing? Like it actually dies faster at oh, certain I, certain I point? think they got they got popped for it. It's like a yeah. thing. The do update. Have, do you have any of your old colleagues that have talked about this? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Singular Wireless. Okay. Uh, no, we, we don't. We don't keep in touch anymore. Uh, you know the, the light bulb thing, right? Uh, can't light bulbs hypothetically last like almost like an entire lifetime? But they for, just don't. For like like I think one of the first light bulbs ever invented is like still working. Like it's a, they're made intentionally to burn out over time. So you just got to keep buying them. It's total bullshit. It's dude, facts, dude. I think I'm gonna burn out over time. Yeah, you might. Yeah, he's talking about weed. I don't know. I wasn't, dude. I was, talking, uh, I was talking about my star shining bright, dude. I I, I just need to kind of go back and unpackage the the light bulb that's been burning since like its inception. It's um, true. It's look it Edison, Wait, where can we find it? I'm very curious. Uh, look it up. It is an Edison, Edison John. Crib. Uh, Do you see they're trying to run my man Tesla's name through the mud? Nikola or uh, no, not Oomst. not that, not the 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 former. I gotta find this eternal All light right. bulb. The eternal light bulb. The centennial light is the world's longest lasting light bulb, burning since 1901 Damn. and almost never turned off. It is located, uh, it's in California. I'm not going to do the address. Let's dox this light bulb. <laughs> Let's go uh, turn it off. Yeah, it's, it's been burning for over 100 years. Like, we have the, we have the tech. It's there. We just it like, is fuck there. Let's make people keep going to the fucking Randalls and buy new ones. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. That's where you get your light bulbs. You go to Randall's. I, they they sell them. I mean, I no. Randall's is just one of many grocery stores. There's one close to me, so it's like. Rap, what's your go-to grocery store? You don't have to give like the exact location, but yeah. So uh, it's kind of crazy. It's the Wheatsville because I live by Wheatsville. It's a co-op guy. Uh, but like I tell people, like you think that you know the capitalist Jeff Bezos uh, Whole Foods is expensive wait till you go to the commie store yeah like, it is yeah it's gonna suck you drive yeah so they profiled I'm, Dave there one time <laughs> <laughs> they profiled Dave and didn't ask him if he was a member at the the co-op yeah and, uh, just real, we, Will and I had a run we were going there and they used to have I don't know they still have a sandwich counter yeah they would make yeah. a good sandwich took forever and yeah. here's a conspiracy their sandwich you wait wait like 25 minutes for them to make your sandwich there, there's nobody else there and i'm pretty convinced it's so you'll just walk around the store and buy random shit which is exactly what i did yeah like why am i getting this tall boy of hard kombucha right now yeah i didn't <laughs> yeah. need that but i i wore a, a golf polo in there one time i looked like i was going right to the course and they just i i just did not fit in mm -hmm. they saw like, my beard and they were like sir you're a member right and i was like no no no. they don't even ask me if i'm a member they just like yeah. ring me up and they're like all right There's we'll see, riff you. We'll see you again i guess yeah it's like the 
It's like when you watch like the CIA spy movie and the one guy in like the market in Sudan is wearing like the polo shirt and you're like immediately like that guy's a CIA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's guy's got tell. that guy's got a body count. He just got made. <laughs> We've got some important news before we get into the meat of today's episode. Patreon.com slash circling back podcast. Go make that happen. We did touching base conspiracies on Tuesday. This upcoming Tuesday, we're doing exactly five minutes. Thursdays. We always do Friday voicemails. You know that. 888-618-4422. Go over to youtube.com slash circling back. Hit that subscribe button. Watch our episodes there. Or you can just go shop at washedmedia.shop. But today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like the Stars app just to watch one show, or that free gaming trial that you never really use. I don't know why Stars is catching strays here, but like I kind of get it. No one actually watches anything on Stars. It's true. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time or you can get alerted anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash circling. That's rocketmoney.com slash circling. Again, rocketmoney.com slash circling. Well done, Will. Thank you. you. I crushed that. You're a pros. I crushed that. Out of the part. Your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster right here. Just running the game on ad reads. All right, let's get into the thick of things. I I think where we need to start off right now, because you are the Texas dive bar guy, we need to know what the formula is that equates into something being a dive bar versus just being a, a bar. Yeah, so this is a, a hotly debated issue. Uh, recently, some a uh, lot of uh, hot takes were going down on the on my Instagram page, and uh, I think you know people have been arguing about this. I feel like for ages, and uh, you know the, the, the researchers are digging through the the, mm-hmm. the, the reams of data mm-hmm. trying to figure mm-hmm. this out. Facts, and yes. um, uh, you know, I think, and something that I'm trying to starting to find out is like you can find something that like bucks the rule almost always because dives have such a diversity to them and there's all they're always like trying to throw something in something different authentic but um i think that okay so like there's a few kind of like hard rules and then every there's a bunch of other rules or signs that you're like okay this is probably a dive bar okay um i think the top rule is a dive you can't like build a new dive bar okay a, new, a dive bar is like something, it's like a fine, it's, it has to be aged like a wine, but you know, more like a, more, can, more like a four loco or something, but. Can you, can you take <laughs> nice. over um, a space, like it's a new bar, but it's a, it's an old structure. Oh, wow. I, I, I think there's like a time limit. Like, I think okay. you, you have to put in like eight years minimum and like, cause I okay. think, I think a lot of dives. When the dive opened, it was a regular bar. Like the seats were nice, the floor was nice, and then like the owner just didn't care. Yeah, I feel like it. Ne- I feel like there needs to be like a, a rise, upkeep. a rise to notoriety, and then it needs to completely cool mm-hmm. off, but still stay in business for a long time. Yeah, 
I'm thinking like there's a like in the scenario that Dylan just presented, there's a there's like a, a period of time where while it may not be a dive bar, I think I think it's acceptable for me to refer to it as divey, but not a dive bar. Oh, that's gonna take you know whatever the whatever the allotted amount of time is eight years, ten years. I mean, I I personally like a, a number like you know ten a full decade, but you know I'm open to other interpretations, Dylan. Okay, okay, thanks, Dave. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. It was a very formal I appreciate response you. from you. Yeah, okay. All right, what else, Raph? Uh, this, so this was uh, a, a debate that was happening. Is um, I think that if you have a cocktail menu, you're out. I, I love this rule. I, I think this yeah. is, I, I think this is a great up. rule. That's what's up. And Fuck a cocktail some, menu. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, dude, rip that shit up, Dylan. Let's define cocktail. I think that's I think that's a prerequisite before we make this argument, Dylan. Define cocktail, right? It uh, a liquor drink with at least two uh, liquid ingredients. Like Raph? bourbon over ice is not a cocktail. It's just bourbon. Correct. I would say probably three ingredients. I think two ingredients is a mixed drink. There you go. So even if you do two ingredients, whatever, dude. <laughs> Coke, you just yammed on your <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy, so okay, you know, sorry. Well, we're still I'm still I'm still doing research, you know, and this is helpful in, in, in the studies. So this will be, you know, okay. packaged at some point. But yeah, um, you know what? That sounds right. Like Dylan, like when you go to when you go and you order like, like a vodka oh, when you get like a Woodford and Dr. Pepper, like your go-to panic Stop. order. Like I don't do that's that, that's a mixed drink. That's not a cocktail. There's no skill there. They're just dumping like a vodka a soda. Remedy. A vodka soda is probably not a cocktail. That's fair. You know? That's fair. Fair. But I do I let me just say I do like the idea that a cocktail menu immediately takes you off the the dive train. I think that's good. Because I think, you know, I've been to a place that makes a margarita that's pretty divey but it's a pretty decent margarita but like that's it they didn't like make anything else so i, I went to a bar in new york one time that i would consider to be a dive bar and i or I, I stupidly ordered a martini and the lady just poured uh vodka into a glass and put an olive in it and handed it to me and i was like you know what i deserve this and i'm not bummed about this and and it was that moment that i was like yeah you can't order stuff like that in these places they don't want to do that no, nah. they're not trying to do flare bartending maneuvers. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, and I don't want to cuck your list. But is there any? Is there anything in the behavior of bartenders that is required for a dive bar? Yeah. So, uh, I think you know. I think people would agree that when you go to any sort of establishment, whether it's a good establishment or it's a bar. Uh, a dive bar um the the bartender will make your experience like you can go to a great one of the best cocktail places but the bartender is like not paying attention to you sucks and you're gonna hate it and uh you know the at a dive bar it, they are more regularly going to give you a bad experience um <laughs> they're ornery <laughs> facts mm -hmm. you know they're not they'll they're they'll give you the drink Maybe they'll chat with you a little bit, but more often they're not, you know, they got stuff going on. Uh, they're trying to see there's, there's usually one person working. So they're trying to see like, no one's like reaching over the bar, stealing anything. Um, it's almost like they don't really care how much money they make. Yeah. Like they're in business and like, yeah, they'll, they'll make a few bucks that night, but it's like, fuck, I don't care. It's like the Saudi golf fund for the live tour. 
It's a little different. No, I know. I'm just saying. Same. I'm pointing it's little, out it's they're analogous different. in a way. No, nah, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> it's kind of like they're nagging you, but that's what. It's like unless you're back. unless you're a regular, they want you to leave. It's, they're yeah. like, why why are you asking me for this? It's right like now? ordering a drink from them. And you're inconveniencing them. Yeah. Like, ugh, yeah. I'll give you a ultra right. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> why is that your your default go to beer all I, that you that's think all of I now? Drink now? Yeah. Really? That's all, yeah. That's What's all I the drink. damage on that? I got twisted on it last night. Actually. Really? How many how many ultra rights did you have last night? I had eight last night. That's good. Yeah. That's so you spent. I mean, you spent twenty seven dollars on beers. It last was expensive. Night. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to figure out. I had a I had a time in my twenties. We went to. Uh, this is back in the the days of like. There'd be like 18 of us. We'd meet up my buddy's place in Fort Worth and we would, we'd all go out and all dudes. Cause of course we didn't, we didn't get chicks, no chicks, no chicks at all. Just vibes. And we all showed up to like a full, like what I believe was like a Fort Worth dive bar and it has all the hallmarks and they, the woman behind the bar was so like, she did, she like would not serve us and we just left. And like looking back on it, I'm like, I wouldn't have served us either. Like just like eighteen dudes rolling in there, all the regulars are sitting at the bar, and we're trying to get a drink. And I get it, regulars. Yes, that's a, that's a big, big uh, trait for a dive bar. That's on my list. Not only that, pictures of the regulars up on the wall or behind the bar somewhere. Deep Betty does that. What about like a chair that's like got a, a placard on it that says like "This is Daryl's." So, okay, at Deep Eddy, and I've been going there for a while. I used to live. We know, you're from Austin. There was this guy who was there, like, no kidding, he was there every night. He was like the regular of regulars, and he was always just completely smashed. And he passed away eventually. I don't know what from. Okay. And they put his picture up, like, behind the bar, like, across from the seat that he always sat in. And it's like, oh, there's, it was just like. Is there a happy ending to the story? No. It's just like, it's a dive bar, man. Yeah. It's a dive that's, bar. Not, that's a nice there touch. Was, there was a dive bar I'd go to in San Francisco, and there was a guy who would sit at the bar every day, and he would just drink hot sake. And they demolished that bar while I was living there. And I was just like, what's this dude's plan now? Like, he's been here every single night for the last yeah. 30 years. I'm like, what, what are you going to go do now? You got to be bored. You would always go, hot sake. That's sick. I loved it. I don't hot even think like, I don't even know why they served hot sake there. I think they just got it for him. Dude, that's a if hot sake is like your drink of choice at a dive bar. I know it wasn't like a bar bar, right? It was a straight up dive bar. We Damn. ripped the toilet out when they told us that they were tearing it oh, down. That's the, the, oh, that's, that's the, the place. place. Yeah. Okay. So we took the toilet out of the out of the ground. What I still feel time. guilty about that, but at the same time, they didn't they didn't really care. That's a good move. Yeah. Do you have any, what else is on the list of dive bar uh, requirements? Um Dylan brought up a good one, like just crazy shit on the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of different stuff. Craziest thing I've ever seen on a wall was at the Page Ice House in Page, Texas, where they had a captured ISIS flag on the wall. That's oh my oh God. yeah, that's oh sick. yeah, oh yeah. Now we're talking. And the bar owner's uh, son uh, had snagged it, and like it also wasn't like Afghanistan. It was like Sudan, and I was like, whoa, damn, like some black ops stuff. So. Don't tell Harlan Crow. Why? Is he going to go no, and take it? He'll add it to his collection. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I'll take it. That's all I'm saying. That's a, a ballsy a, thing to, to take back with you. Yeah. It's pretty dope, though. It and to like, just say, hey, donate it to the bar. 
Right. Cool. I don't, yeah, I'm not putting that in my bedroom. No. <laughs> you might see some eyes looking through your window that night and suddenly it's like, oh shit, it's over. Yeah. Um, as far as your favorite establishments in Austin, like where do you frequent? Are you a regular anywhere? Yeah. Um, you know, I got my spots. I was like, oh, I don't want to blow my spot up. But like <laughs> everyone knows there's, there's not, you know, it's been like on TV shows. Like I, so I like to go to uh, the cloakroom, which is like this basement uh, bar, like immediately adjacent to the Capitol building. I've heard. Oh of, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard about this place, and I've never been. I really want to go. Okay, I, I forgot what it was called. I've yeah. been there, and it's like there are like rules to ordering too, right? That place is like it's it's like a TV set. There's like shenanigans happening all the time. Like you don't know if you're going to be sitting next to uh, like a senator or like a drunk. And is like correct me if I'm wrong. There's like an older woman who runs the bar. Correct. There was an older woman who was like a Austin celebrity. Essentially, she retired, and then um, her daughter Melissa started running it. Um, Melissa is such a character. Like I've seen her feed. Uh, just she has this big ca uh, bag of cat food and she just like feeds all these raccoons that come out of the storm drains outside and there's a cat that thinks it's one of the raccoons and he also feasts with the raccoon storm drain raccoons. <laughs> sneaky cute um <laughs> that's that might be a, that's a good dive bar thing there's just a random cat that hangs out all the time are phones not allowed in this place i think they're allowed it's really dark it's always very, very dim. So it's okay. pretty hard to take photos. I remember I went in there once, and before I went in, I was given, like, the full rundown of the expectations when you order and, like, your behavior in the bar. Like, you can't wear a hat. I thought you couldn't have a – maybe that was, like, the, the older woman's Is there any rule. truth to that? It fills up with uh, guys in suits when, uh, when they uh, sh shut down for the day over at the Capitol? Yeah, so I've been, you know, I've been going there for a couple of years, and I've never really, like – Obviously, we had COVID, and I really saw that. And then I was there last week. I was there like Wednesday or something, and bam! Like here comes a crowd. It, in in a half an hour, standing room only, no seats available. Everyone's wearing a suit. Everyone's talking about some legislation that just passed or didn't pass. S -s -s looked like something out of like a uh, house of cards. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I imagined. Yeah. Like it just yeah, that's kind of what people have told me. Um, What's your what's, what's your drink of choice when you go into the the cloakroom or any bar? Uh, at the cloakroom, I like a you know like a scotch, just like a scotch on the rocks. Um, you know, usually at a dive, like they'll have a red label. So you know, at the regular dive, just you know, uh, Lone Star and sometimes shot of whiskey. Trying not to like, especially if I'm going somewhere, I'm like, uh, I'm hanging out for a little bit. Then I want to take some photos. I don't want to bring too much attention. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm like taking photos and writing about this place. I'm just trying to chill out. Uh, sometimes I like, I, I try to like fit in. So I like wear like a, my like Daytona bike week shirt or something, <laughs> you know, it's like Dudo wearing his car heart to the, uh, yeah. to the mechanic. <laughs> well, my friend says this makes yeah. it worse. He's like, you can't like, you, I can't like pretend that I'm like from Bike Week, and I, he thinks that it, I make it worse, and people are like no, you have to you win. have to play the part. Like this, this is something I've dealt with in Northern Michigan. There's a lot of dive bars that are, uh, I mean, for lack of a better word, uh, are are dominated by like a redneck community, and I think they would probably call themselves rednecks too. And like you kind of just have to pander to it and hope that like no one wants to kick your ass if you look like you're not playing the part. And so it's like, yeah, I might put on something a little more rough today. 
Man, Raph, is it tough for you? Because you are a tall feller. Yeah, you can't really blend in when you're. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know. Dylan. Sorry, Dylan, you're you're getting tinyfied. Oh yeah, you are getting tinyfied. Don't, don't say tinyfied. That's just well, don't happening. be tiny. You know, I think like a lot of times don't people. <laughs> People think like, you know, it's like scary to go to, but the vast majority of these places, are, I don't think it's very scary. And I think, you know, it, it's people want to be friendly and like, sometimes you walk into a place and people look at you weird and they'll like give you the eye, but like the eye is different than like calling you a name or whatever. And that like has happened very, very, very rarely. Yeah. What's the, what's the, the toughest bar? Like the one where you felt like the most like, uh, yeah, so I figured this out through the experience. Um, it was like, I don't want to hype them up because they suck, but like, is this bar in Midland? And uh, I don't know if you've been to Midland, it's like, you know, it's a working class, uh, tough kind of town, a lot of roughnecks and oil money over there. And uh, I figured this out. It's the like, so like when you go to a bar that has a lot of video slots, like they do not like you taking photos. Because sometimes there's, uh, you know, like uh, some business activity around those video slots mm. and they get suspicious about like, who are you? Where are you coming from? And why are you taking photos? And I basically like, you know how you have like uh, biker dudes, but like sometimes they're just like, I'm retired and I bought a Harley biker dude. And sometimes they're like, definitely not that. They're more like yeah. legit biker dudes. End up at Twin Peaks in Waco. <laughs> 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 so I had a couple of biker dudes being like, what are you doing taking photos? And I'm like, oh, I just like taking photos. They're like, uh, and they're like, you know, like don't take photos in here. And then like, I try to like sneak a couple more like through the armpit and stuff. <laughs> and I'm leaving like this like off duty cop thing, security guard like chases me down. He's, you know, he's got she's strapped and he's like, what are you doing in here? Starts like interrogating me. Like, let me see your ID, all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not hanging out here anymore. You should pull up your Instagram and be like, look, I'm just, I'm taking <laughs> We're pics, doing man. numbers. Yeah. 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 I don't know if they uh, are into that. And that's another thing about dive bars. There's a, the clientele is often like technologically not up to it. You <laughs> yeah, know, like, that's the, that's not the, online. Like yeah. and you, can, the, you can't have like a, a HD TV in, in a dive bar. It's got to be like the old tube yeah. TV or a really shitty a flat TV. screen. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a, there's a bar that I used to go to and they would always play Red Wings games on like an old tube TV. You couldn't even see the fucking puck. It was yeah. great. It was just like, yes, this, this <laughs> is what winning? I want. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Dive bars can't have or they're touch playing, tunes. Or they're playing Nick at Night. No touch tunes. Ooh, Nick at Night plays. An old yeah. school jukebox. Yeah. The one at Deep Eddy, they have a jukebox there. And if you're not, if no one puts money in to play music, there's no like, like music playing at all in the whole place. It's like it only plays if you put money in and choose a song. There's no like ambiance at all. It's funny. Yeah, I like that. What What city in Texas do you think has the most uh the most worthy dive bars uh that is a great question and um did you know that uh 70 of texans live in the triangle which is basically the northeastern portion of the state between dallas fort worth san antonio and houston so that's where most people live mm -hmm. and just in general i wouldn't say like if I had to pick like one city, uh, I don't know. That's tough. I, I think it's like kind of even. I think it's like kind of even between the dives. Like, um, you know, I, I do like how historic some of the dives in Houston are. 
Um, but just the general, the stretch, like the east to west stretch of like Fredericksburg to Houston, that belt through the hill country and as it flattens out, that's like the gold mine of diet bars in Texas. Okay. I, lo- okay. I, I kind of love that. Interesting. And there's like great stuff in the hills. And then as you drive towards um, uh, Houston, there's great stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, especially like the hill country, there's just some classics out there. Um, uh, Albert's, Texas, Albert Ice House is so sick. It's like kind of like Luckenbach. It's a small town, like population two. It's like the owner and someone else. And it's an old ice house. And um, ice houses are, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the ice houses in southern Texas. And it's basically a box that they flip the kind of doors and windows up and they kind of start serve beer out of there. And they originated from back in the day, they would literally cut ice out of lakes and rivers up north, ship them down through the Gulf, and then they would store the ice in these boxes in South Texas. And you would come to the ice house and you would buy ice and take it home with you. And the area around the ice house was cooler because it was storing tons of ice in the ground. So people would just start buying beer, getting hammered, hang out of these ice houses. <laughs> and that's what like the ice house bar comes from. Like, okay. Never knew that. Never really thought about the origin of that word. That's interesting. I've always wondered if there was an actual like reason it was called an ice house. Because I've always, I've always enjoyed when something's got the ice house moniker. It's like, okay. Some of them like kind of like tag on. They're not really ice houses. Yeah. They use it for branding, but like Southern, like South of Austin. Yeah. Like, yes. Interesting. Are you going to these bars by yourself? Yeah. Oh, wow. Just yeah. Flying private. Okay. I'm looking. I just looked I like at Albert's ice house. Are you Let's fucking see. with the vibe? Billy? Yeah. I mean, it looks like a barn basically. That's the dance hall part. Oh, okay. And then there's like a smaller kind of like shack ice house next to it. Oh, this must be it right here. Yes, okay. exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm into it. If you had to start an account for other dive bars outside of Texas, what state would you lead with? Yeah, I think uh, I don't really think it's like a close uh, race. It's Wisconsin. Oh, oh, I was not expecting that. Okay, I, I've like I've been to La Crosse, Wisconsin, on a business trip, and it's a smaller town. I don't know, like fifty thousand people. There's college there. There's there's three bars. Like you walk by three bars. And they're just like residential. They're everywhere. The the, the bar to uh, per capita ratio is insane. Wisconsin has drank a ton. Uh, I, it's just uh, northern kind of like, you know, Texas is out is an outdoor culture. We have a lot of patios. We have a lot of um, uh, ice houses. We we can go hiking year round. When you live up in the like Wisconsin Northwoods, you're just like going snowmobile and getting drunk. Like, oh yeah, that's it. There's yeah. not much going on. Cheese curds. Yeah. Is there any? Is there anything on? Uh, is there? Are there any rules with dive bars that go with food? Yeah. So um, I've seen one or two instances where like there bends the rule, but like no kitchen. It, Usually no kitchen. It, well, where does the rule fall about bringing your own food into the dive bar? Mm. Yeah, I think that's okay and that's common. And sometimes you'll see like a stack of menus or something to like order your own. But uh, generally, you know, sometimes they'll like, obviously they can have a taco truck or something outside, or maybe they'll make you like a personal pan pizza in that like personal, like a cooker they have behind the bar. Mm-hmm. But generally, if they have a kitchen, it's, it's, it's generally not, not done. There's a, a bar, um, I don't know if you've been to Lano, uh, Town yeah. Square of Lano. 
and they let you bring in your own alcohol. There you go. So we went in there one time. We, uh, our buddy Travis, his, his family has got a place out there. And we all met at this bar, and he brought in like a handle of scotch, and he was just pouring drinks for everyone. I was like, they don't, they don't care. They're not making any money on this. Like, yeah, they don't care. It was pretty wild. So <laughs> the technical term of that is a setup. That's what they call it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, a, it's a setup. Stick them up. Stick them up, pal. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Explain. So uh, certain <laughs> bars won't have uh, liquor licenses. So they basically will charge you, they'll give you a bunch of mixers, or they'll give you like a fee for bringing the bottle in, and then, you know, they'll get their little cut, and then you can just hang okay. out and drink. Set up. Good yeah. to know. Do you do research when you're going places, or do you kind of just go on on vibes? I mean, I like, I've, we, I've followed you travel around a lot so far since following the account, um, anywhere from, you know, Texas to Barcelona, or where, I mean, you were in Spain, like... Uh, like how much research goes into it depending on where you are? Yeah, I'm a fan of research. I think like I like to make a plan and research. Like if I'm going on a trip, if you're going on a trip with a friend who's just like, we're going to wing it. Like that trip is going to suck. I agree. Like in my opinion. I used to do that. And then my my wife is so type A that she makes us plan out everything. And now I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like yeah. it's much easier to know exactly what you're what you're doing. You got to have a planner in the in the travel group. Yeah. I don't get the vibe that you're doing that much planning right now. No, if I if I have to, I I will okay. for sure. Okay, it's not typically my role, but if I if I'm if I'm the guy, I'll I'll fucking crush it. You'll end you up at the Cheesecake Factory on vacation shut, with Dylan if you're not careful. Are you you don't do the research. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, you ever so you ever been around Pecos Way? <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's a lot of land sun sun baked land out there. Oh yeah, so, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's maybe. how you know you're in Pecos. <laughs> might be a investment opportunity i'm not sure uh, well that's kind of why we brought you here um, after the show we'd like to talk to you about a unique business opportunity i'm, I'm looking at the best bars in pecos right now and the number one thing that came up was oh. the red iguana nightclub uh that has one star that sounds sick yeah the red iguana nightclub that sounds like a wonderful spot there's got to be a place for all the uh roughnecks oil and gas guys to go so there's probably a good one i don't know if it's one that i would recommend go taking going to take pictures of because i feel like is your experience in midland would only be magnified in pecos because i feel like pecos is like even more uh isolated than midland somehow well I'm but seeing, maybe we need to make a trip i'm seeing a video slot in the photo that's coming up so this is gonna be a tough one uh, I don't think they're going to like the photos in there. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So have you ever had a bar that you went to and, and did that, like reach out to you after like, hey, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate you doing this. Um, yeah. Sometimes they'll, you know, I'll like tag them on the, on the site and I'll, uh, you know, they'll say something like I'm not, if I go somewhere and it sucks, like I'm not going to, I'm just not going to like write about it. I don't want to like, you know. Mm -hmm. Like rag on anybody. them. I don't want to give them a, a small business a hard time. Like, um. That's big of you. Maybe if they're exceptionally hilariously bad, you know, like or they threaten me in the parking lot. So like, you know. <laughs> yeah, if they shake you down. <laughs> yeah. Man. But uh no, other than that, no, not really. And uh yeah, I just like, you know, um I we had obviously we had a pandemic, COVID, and uh a lot of places closed during the pandemic. And I was looking at a, you know, um I have, you know, um 
background, like writing. I used to write for like Thrillist, Eater, like more like travel stuff. And I wanted to do a travel project. And I was um, kind of thinking about this. And I went to, I don't know if you guys have been to the the Dry Creek Cafe. I have. Yeah. One of the one of the finest dive bars I ever made. Uh, you know, it was in the West Hills of Austin and it closed um, probably like a year ago. And I just kind of thought, you know, like, this is a great time to like do this project and get this like cultural snapshot of all these places um, as they, you know, because they don't they don't last forever and they close. And there's a great article in the Texas Monthly in 19, I think, 87 was like the best, like 93 bars in Texas. And out of those like 93 bars, there's like seven left. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dry Creek is a it was a cool spot. There's a song about song about it by owen temple i don't know if you've ever heard it but yeah it was an interesting place you would i think they only had long neck beers and you buy a beer you go up to the patio you drink it and you can't buy another one unless you bring the bottle back and like swap it out for like a new one of course you gotta buy the new one but it was interesting what dave you got something no will looked to me i was looking at him i think we might be thinking the same thing what reopen it but instead of long neck bottles only vortex bottles oh, okay we got to bring vortex that would back. Be sick. yeah you do need to bring vortex back i was i don't know why i was thinking this but when he said long neck i was imagining dylan uh with a giraffe neck <laughs> okay see see what i deal with on a daily basis i'm just trying to, I'm trying to i'm trying to tell a cool little tale on these that was cool these jackasses that was cool here. that was cool it is cool it was it was uh yeah Raph, um i have to ask this as a as a dfw guy favorite dive bar in dallas um i i went to i really like this place I, so i got to go back um i've been to dallas a few times but i got to go back and still fill in the gaps but i really liked uh mike's gemini twin it's uh like a newer place but the place itself was old like because it was like a previous bar before that and i and i walk in and it's like there's just a guy at the bar. They have coffee. Usually, if they have a coffee machine, I'm like, this place is legit. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's legit because when I just googled it, the first link that comes up is a Facebook page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how you know it, it goes. That's their website. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's when you know it's. And they don't have a logo on the website. It's just a, a picture of the pool table as their profile Fuck photo. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how you know. Yeah. Are there any games like games or, or like anything that that you think are more divey than others, like darts versus um darts and pool tables man what about uh shuffleboard Mm. i'm a shuffleboard guy that's my preference but you know darts and pool tables are more common obviously so i'm just too soft to uh to go to pool tables at dive bars at this point i'm just afraid someone's gonna snap a cue over my back and beat the shit out of me that's how you know you're there you're you're Mm. you're somebody at a dive bar yeah earn your stripes get the shit kicked out of you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> man i wish i wish we could go uh there is a dive bar we went dylan and i went to school in san marcus uh, and there used to be a bar called the restless wind wow and uh we used to go there and I, we've told the story like five times but our friend ross would go there he went there underage for a number of years as did a lot of uh, our our buddies and then uh one time ross decided to celebrate his 21st birthday there and they're like what are you celebrating they're like oh he's turning 21 they're like the tall guy who's been coming here for like a year and a half. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and they, they they banned us. They banned our fraternity. They should have beat the shit out of you and let you back. Dude, they really should have. <laughs> like, at bar closed, but that was, oof. That was as divey as it got in San Marcos. Yeah. Uh, favorite dive, oh, I guess you said the cloakroom. Are, are you a fan of Deep Eddie? Yeah, Deep Eddie is, uh, you know, 
maybe pound for pound, like the most uh, authentic, like sickest old school dive yeah. bar in Austin. It's got to be like Deep Eddie or maybe Don's Depot, but Don's Depot is also kind of a honky tonk because they do have live music so regularly. So yeah, um, those are, you know, I think legendary spots. Um, you trying know, to think of other ones in Austin. Where does live music go? Well, you just, just did Mean Eyed Cat. Yeah, I did Mean Eyed oh, Cat. Yeah. Um, that one is, uh, you know, some people are saying, like, it's not a dot. People love to comment about, like, what's a dot? Yeah. A dot? You know, and it's like, uh, you know, it's 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 a little bit older. Um, it was, hey, it was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. Like, that's pretty cool. Didn't so, know that. Uh, it was used to be a chainsaw repair shop. It was like cut right chainsaw. There's going to be a bar called Chain Chainsaw Repair Shop in downtown Austin in like the next like year. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Will and I's alt rock band. Yeah. The, the fact that it, yeah. it the fact that it like is almost touching that apartment building next to it probably takes away from the divey part of it, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's also kind of interesting. Like you see that at um, you know, I can't, You see that at um, uh, Broken Spoke, mm-hmm. right? Like the Broken Spoke was also like the Mean I Cat, like it was a gravel lot, like there was nothing around it. And now it's just new buildings surrounding it, essentially. Broken Spoke just actually got a Texas historical plaque marker. I'm so happy they got that. Yeah. That's nice. Because, you know, this is a city that's uh, established on its live music. That's what it's selling. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I think that is a great thing for the city to continue to. Uh, to, to protect those kind of historic places. I have no kitchen there, if I'm not mistaken. They just have a dude that rolls up with a smoker, and they do that on Fridays for lunch. That's tight. I don't know if they still do that, but when I was living over there, they had uh, every, really at Fridays they would they would uh, do some barbecue out back. I've eaten there once, but I don't remember what the situation was when I ordered the food. I can't remember. I, at all. Brett and I went there uh, when Brett first moved here. Brett and I went there, and I told him I was like, "They're not going to like us when we walk in, but I think they're going to love us by the time we leave." And who, that was exactly what happened. Who did the surprise concert there? Was it Garth? Garth does it. Uh, George Strait did it. Uh, his, uh, George Strait's uh, recent album of George Strait's was uh, he fo- he right. did the photo in front of. That's uh, right. Yeah, Broken Spoke. I love oh. the Broken Spoke. It's a good spot. We don't we don't go there enough. No, I don't go to enough dive bars. I think that's like part of the reason that I love your account is because it's like pushing me to go to dive bars instead of going to like places that serve eighteen dollar cocktails. It's honestly a shame that we don't go to Deep Eddie more than we do. Yeah, I mean, you just you and I just need to drink more together. I think we should drink more. Y'all yeah. live right over like, there. Like, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna start skateboarding there. And it's like it's one of my favorite. Do you want to start skateboarding there with me, Dylan? You can rollerblade sh- there. I'll probably just drive, but. Okay. I'll, can I sketch? U- Uber. Let, let let a player sketch. Oh, yeah, you can sketch. Can you ask your Uber driver if I can sketch yeah. too? We gotta do a we gotta do a trip, a group trip. Raph, you can maybe tag along out uh a little bit west of here. Pecos? No, Dick Saloon. Oh yeah, the Dick Saloon. Yeah, Over we have a, we have a saloon a that we have uh, created. Um it's an artist it's a, rendering. It's a friendly place. Yeah. Plenty of dick. Plenty of dick. <laughs> How many podcasts have kitchen, you, though? How many podcasts have you reviewed? Podcasts? Yeah. How many podcasts have I reviewed? Yeah. You did ours, right? Uh oh. Uh yeah, I was looking for um, you know, Austin, Texas kind of related podcasts. Okay. This was, you know, it was just you know, I just I just love the banter, you know, you guys. I love the the facial hairs. So we try. You know, You're gonna be mad good. if Will shaves. So I'm thinking a little I, bit. I want to go mustache for like a little bit. 
And you I got have, a thick ass stash. I have. Man. I know, dude. It's it's real thick. It's like Dick Saloon style, like straight out of a movie. I I almost shaved into a mustache the other day. I was really close. I texted the group. I didn't get full buy in. Uh, intern Klein and Dylan were into it. Uh, I just I, I wimped out. Show us your face. I don't. I, well, one of the issues right now is that I'm worried that it's going to be all pale underneath this, and so I don't want to do it. When you listen to our podcast, was Dave your favorite? Yeah, Dave's always he's everyone's he's favorite. everybody's favorite. Uh, I I think equally everyone is my favorite. That's I just, a good answer. I couldn't pick. That's that's, that's the perfect answer. Very for what we're currently answer. doing. There's a loading phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, where can the folks at home find you on the social media? Yeah, so I am at at Texas Dives. One word. On the Instagram, um, I, I I don't think I'm a TikTok guy. I don't know if I'm going to make it on there. So, and I didn't. I will make it on Facebook at one point because I think that is my core demo. So I do need to get it on Facebook. It's, so I will get on Facebook, but for now, it's just the gram at Texas Dives. Cool. Have you ever done uh, New Orleans? I love New Orleans. I was there for my birthday a couple of months ago. New Orleans is sick. I love Snake and Jake's. It's awesome. Uh, it's, you can just stumble, you know, up you're getting, and down. You're getting the itch to go. Dude, I, so I have the itch. Let's go to New Orleans. Let's I wanna, do a New Orleans trip. He's horny for, uh, what's the place called? Not, not Lafitte's. Lafitte's. Well, the place we uh, ate. Commander's Palace. Popeyes. Do we eat Commander's Palace? Dude, I love that chicken from Popeyes. Well, we got dressed up and spent like four hours. Oh, uh, the brunch. Galatoire's. Galatoire's. Yeah. You're horny for Galatoise. No, Dave, I, Dave I wants to go eat a pig head. He wants that purple drink, No, too. no pig head this Dude, time. you want to eat that pig head. I just want to when you're there? Yeah. Okay, good. I just want to pull up, get out of my Uber to go to wherever we're staying, and then just smell trash because it's 98 degrees. It, it has its drawbacks, but it's a, it's a it's great fine. place. No, it's good. It's it's endearing. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite place. Did my bachelor party there. Didn't get that invite. I did. true. I got it. A little bit. I got one. No. Yeah, I had to say no. I didn't trust myself going to New Orleans with a bunch of guys that I just met. Uh, you made the right choice. And based on how I acted the last time I was in New Orleans, where Dylan took me home, uh, I, I think that was a good choice on my part. Actually, I got COVID, coronavirus. Yeah, that's become our Saturday night protocol and bachelor party. I just mm-hmm. get, I just get Will home. I make sure that Dylan's not going to feel too bad on Sunday because he's got to take me home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Raph, thank you for joining us. This yeah, has been fun. fun man. Great coffee Friday. I'm sure we're going to be seeing more of you. I think uh, I think we need to go take you out for a, a beer sometime. So uh, I hope we keep in contact. That sounds fantastic. I have been known to have a beer sometimes mm-hmm. out in public. And uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, it's been super fun. And I uh, love what you guys are doing here. Thank All you. right. Well, Appreciate it, man. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Closes only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm, 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 I'm not fucking with you. Coffee still closes on Closes on Coffee still closes on me. I'm Kajai. Oh, yeah.